You know how annoying it is when you get a song stuck in your head? Well, it could be worse. Some people claim to hear a persistent and invasive low-frequency humming at all times. For these people, preventative measures like earbuds don't help, and some are even driven to madness by the noise. This phenomenon has been reported all over the world and is known as the hum. So this is kind of like dancing mania. It's one of these human phenomenons that is hard to pin down and even harder to explain. But we're going to try our best, uh, having researched the wonderful Wikipedia page, just called The Hum. (laughs) The essential element of The Hum is a persistent low-frequency sound, sometimes compared to a distant diesel engine idling. So it gives you an idea of the kind of feeling that these people have when they hear it. Interestingly, it is reported to still be heard even when other sources, like appliances or traffic, are ruled out. So if those things are quietened, people can still hear The Hum. There are approximately equal percentages of male and female hearers, but age does appear to be a factor, with middle-aged people being more likely to hear it than people younger or older. So I wondered when I read this if there could be some kind of factor to do with age where there are specific frequencies that are more sensitive to the ear. Because this reminded me, a few years ago in the UK, there was this device that people were using to curb antisocial behavior by teenagers. It's called the mosquito alarm, (laughs) and it emits a high-pitched frequency that can only be heard by young people. Wow. And I would remember... so. I've got some reports of this from a couple of years ago, but this first came around when I was in school, and the sound could be downloaded as an MP3. So what you would frequently have at the time is kids would put them on their Nokia phones in class, they would play the sound, the teacher couldn't hear it, but everyone else in the class is going insane. That's amazing. What a great prank. (laughs) (laughs) So the human audible frequency range is between 20 and 20,000 hertz, and the hum clocks in at around 32 hertz to 80 hertz whenever it's been recorded, which is very low. So most people typically can't hear sounds this low in a frequency. In 2006, a man named Tom Moore recorded what he believes to be several recordings of the Auckland hum. Over on YouTube, there is a reported recording of the Taos, New Mexico hum. And I listened to this in headphones and mike it did something to me it is a super creepy sound it's horrible it's horrible like it's at both times low and high (laughs) that's what i don't like about it it covers everything It, it hurts my ears some people hear the hum exclusively or more frequently inside buildings as compared with outdoors and some pe some perceive vibrations that can be felt through the body so earplugs don't ease the sound. It is, however, apparently possible to escape the hum by being far enough away from it. So there was a person who heard the Taos hum up to 48 kilometers, which is 30 miles away. But once they passed that point, they stopped hearing it completely. But this is where the hum gets really interesting and sort of like Dancing Mania kind of weird. There is skepticism as to whether this is an actual physical sound. So David Bagley, the head of audiology at Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge, said that he believed that people's problems with the hum were based on the physical world about only one third of the time. He said the other two thirds of the accounts stemmed from people focusing too keenly on innocuous background sounds. Apparently there are some treatments to attempt to make the hum easier to cope with. 
This Adam Brooks Hospital in Cambridge and others are focusing on relaxation to minimize the distress caused by the sound. So you, you can imagine if you're getting really like emotionally worked up by the sound, if you can relax and kind of let it go, the, the sound may begin to dissipate. You can hear it at a lower volume or even not at all. It would totally go away once you enter a relaxed, non-distressed state. So here is my question at this juncture. If different people react to the hum differently, my my question is, is the hum there for everyone to perceive, but only certain people react to it in a harsh way? So everyone can detect it, but it kind of depends on somebody's disposition as to whether it upsets them as a sound. So that's when they start to perceive it. It's really, really wild. There's some real life impact on, on people's lives. So in Britain, the most famous example is the Bristol hum. And it was big in the late 1970s. And one newspaper at the time had a poll where readers could write in and say if they had heard it or not. And at least 800 people had said they have heard the Bristol hum. And according to the BBC, some had suffered physically with headaches and even nosebleeds from it. Now, Mike, this wasn't that long ago. Is this something that is sort of in the culture in the United Kingdom? I'd never heard of it before. I've been to Bristol and there was no hum. Well, you didn't hear a hum. I didn't. Exactly. Maybe my disposition is just strong enough. For those who can hear the hum, it can be a very disturbing phenomenon, and it has unfortunately been linked to at least three suicides in the UK. Katie Jacques of Leeds, England, said of the hum, It's worse at night. It's hard to get off to sleep because I hear this throbbing sound in the background. You're tossing and turning, and you get more and more agitated about it. Now, if people feel this way about this sound they can hear... It doesn't surprise me that some people had committed suicide from it, right? Like you can imagine if this is how you feel, you can imagine it driving someone to their limits, which is horrific. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is heartbreaking. So let's talk about some possible explanations. And we're going to start with mechanical devices. So at the beginning of the show, we talked about how a lot of people in a lot of different cases, different locations Say this is kind of like a diesel engine, Um, but the majority of reported hums have not been traced to a specific mechanical source, but there are a few exceptions to that. In 2004, there was a hum reported in Indiana, and the origin was thought to have been traced to two sources, a 36 hertz tone from a cooling tower at the local Daimler Chrysler casting plant, and a 10 hertz tone from an air compressor intake at the Haynes International plant. But even after those two devices were corrected, there were still some reports of the hum persisting. In 2012, the West Seattle hum was stopped after officials put silencers on a vacuum pump that was being used to offload cargo from ships. And then another in Windsor, Ontario, reported in 2014, this hum was linked to steelworks on the industrial zone near Detroit. So let's go from external mechanical devices to the human ear. Tinnitus is a medical condition in which the hearing of a sound takes place when there's no external sound present. So you're hearing something that is not caused by an outside factor. And this is usually set off by hearing loss. As you begin to have hearing damage, you may hear tones or frequencies due to that damage. It is generated internally by the auditory and nervous systems, and again, with no external stimulus. 
This would not account for cases of people who report that the hum can only be heard at certain geographical locations, though. Some people say that the hum is more noticeable when indoors and made worse with soundproofing or earplugs. And tinnitus would be more noticeable in these circumstances. So if you have a lot of background noise, it's not as noticeable. You get rid of the background noise and that ringing in your ear becomes more prominent. Apparently... I found this out reading the Wikipedia article. I didn't know about this. Human ears generate their own sound. It's called spontaneous autoacoustic emissions. It was new to me as well, Mike. (laughs) Around 38 to 60% of adults with normal hearing experience this, although most are unaware. Uh, People who do hear these emissions describe them as like a faint buzzing or ringing when in complete silence. Researchers investigating the Tao's hum considered spontaneous autoacoustic emissions as a possibility. They later concluded that this was likely the cause of people hearing this sound. So the the last possible explanation has what is the best and most unexpected (laughs) Wikipedia heading ever it just says the word fish i was like what's <laughs> happening so i'm reading about this thing all this scientific stuff there's tinnitus in here spontaneous autoacoustic emissions mechanical devices and then just the heading fish so fish. <laughs> a hum in sausalito california was linked to a species of toadfish that hum at a low frequency as part of their mating process this sound resonated through houseboat holes and affected the people living on those boats this was initially thought to be a factor in the west seattle hum as well but the sound was really limited to the area just like you said the water at the houseboats and things right on shore and the west seattle hum was reported way too far inland for the sound to carry uh, from the water. Low moaning during the mating process. Who who doesn't? (laughs) So what do you think about this, Mike? Do you think this is uh, a real thing? Do you think this is mass hysteria? What what comes to mind for you? The whole time, you mentioned at the top, the whole time I was reading through this article, I kept coming back to Dancing Mania, which we covered on a previous episode. And basically, we believe that the idea of people dancing in the streets was linked to some kind of mass hysteria. I think that There are a lot of psychological factors at play when it comes to the hum. And my feeling is it it could be a combination of things. So there could be some kind of sound occurring. I, I believe that in all of these cases, there is a sound coming from somewhere. But it is the case of whether people are sensitive to it enough from an auditory perspective, but also a psychological perspective. So one, if they actually pick up the sound, and two, if they do, if it's something that they notice enough that it bothers them. There might just be some people who are just used to living this way, and they don't even recognize there is a sound there, but then others kind of freak out about it. And when you're looking at the case of the Bristol hum, I can see some potential mass hysteria things here. The newspaper is saying, there is a humming sound. Do you hear this? And people will probably go, yeah, I do hear that humming sound. Yeah, you're leading the witness at that point. So I think that it is a combination of factors. But whilst I believe that there are sounds being emitted, because, yeah, and I can imagine vibrations and frequencies and all that stuff coming from these areas that seem to be localized around manufacturing. So it seems that most of the areas that we're talking about, there seems to be some kind of manufacturing nearby. I can imagine sounds and vibrations being emitted, but then there's a couple of different factors as to people, can, whether they can actually hear and if it bothers them. 
I totally agree. I think the psychological angle is a big one. You know, going back to that quote uh, from the the British woman about saying, you know, you just toss and turn, you get more and more agitated. That if you focus on this and it becomes something that's always on your mind, pressing on your mind, that it it would you know it would lead to sort of this downward cycle where you get obsessed about it and it's louder and some of these relaxation techniques um, that these doctors are using to try to to counterbalance it. I think that all fits in together pretty nicely. So I think I think you and I are in agreement about this one. So if you want to check out the show notes for this week, see some links, you can do that on our website, relay.fm slash genius slash six. On that webpage in the sidebar, there's some links you should know about. There's one to email us. Uh, you can send us additional topics. You can get in touch on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. Mike is at I-M-Y- K-E, and I am I-S-M-H. And uh, until next time, Mike, say goodbye. Don't listen too closely, everyone. Goodbye. Adios.